Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 321. Inspiring journeys of today's most successful entrepreneurs, seven days a week. Do you want to take your marketing knowledge to the next level? With the online marketing strategy certificate from Cornell University's Johnson Graduate School of Management, you will. Visit ecornell.com slash fire to save 20% off your online marketing strategy certificate today. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Chris Lacurto. Chris, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely, I am. Yes. Chris was one of Dave Ramsey's key leaders for over 12 years. He served as a vice president of live events and oversaw the Total Money Makeover Live, a concert-like show on personal finances. Live event production is one of the most logistically demanding and tedious administrative endeavors for a business leader. And in this area, Chris is an industry leader. I've given Fire Nation just a little overview of you, Chris, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you and then give us an overview of your business. Okay. Well, I did. I worked for Dave Ramsey for 12 years and uh, I started in there as uh, running a business for him doing these live events. And then we branched out into leadership. We had been teaching it forever, for years. And for about a decade, I've been coaching business owners and leaders on how to grow their business, uh, tear their business apart, all that kind of fun stuff. And then in January of this year, uh, the toughest decision I've made, I decided to start this business. Um, which is teaching, again, it is coaching businesses and leaders on, on how to grow their business. Uh, so it has been absolutely fabulous. Well, Chris, we are going to dive way into everything that you have going on right now later on in the interview. But before we do, we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success goal because it gets that motivational ball rolling. We love getting people fired up for this content. So go ahead and take it away. Well, the thing that I tell people all the time is, as a leader, it's your job to make your team successful, not the other way around. Chris, take this down to the ground level, because this is about you. You're our spotlighted guest. How have you utilized this mantra in everyday life for you? As we learn, as team members or as leaders from those that came before us, we learn that it's about us. At least that's what we're taught. You know, go be successful. You go and do. You do this. You do that. You get people to do these things. And really, that's not what leadership's about. Leadership is about pulling people along with you. I always say, if you, if you want to know that if you're a leader or not, turn around. If nobody's following you, then you're not, by definition, a leader because a leader is leading people. And the thing that is difficult for leaders to understand is, is that it's not about you. It's about making your team successful. The goal for me is, if I'm going to grow my business, I've got to duplicate me as many times as I possibly can. So if I can take a team member, pour into them, make them successful, then in turn, by default, I become successful as well. And making a team member successful is not the uh, confused way of of leading, which is, did you get that done? Where are you on this? Give me a report. Give me an update. I need to know what you're doing. Instead, it's getting in and saying, what can I do to help you? What can I do to make you successful? What questions do you have? What do you not understand? Is there anything else that, is, is, that you just have to f- discover in this process? What is missing? If I will do those things and I will help somebody be successful, then again, in turn, I become successful. 
So Chris, our next major topic is going to be about failure. And you're going to share with us a time in your life when you did fail. But I want to stay in this success quote bubble right now. I want to stay in here because I just want you to give two quick examples. Once of when you failed as a leader and once when you succeeded as a leader. Specific stories so Fire Nation can really see what you're talking about. For about the last, I don't know, 13, 14 years, I have been a personality styles expert. And the reason why is 16 years ago, I started, I had started taking personality profiles and understanding them. But I had a a team member that was, I was moving into another position. And so when I filled that team member's role, I filled it with somebody that I couldn't just tell them to go do something and they would do it. The, one, the person I had before, I would say, hey, if you would go make this happen, they'd go knock it out. It was fantastic. The next person came in, I'd say, would you go do this? And they'd look at me and they'd say, okay. And they'd come back 15 minutes later and they go, now, what exactly did you mean? I'm like, this, just go, go do this. Go make that happen, if you will. And they'd come back and exactly what it was that you were wanting. And it frustrated the daylights out of me. And I couldn't figure out what was wrong with this person. Why in the world can they not get this? The person before them did. They did a great job with it. As I continued to try and force this to happen, I eventually pulled back and said, you know what? You might want to go ahead and read her personality profile. And I use DISC personality profile, D-I-S-C. And as I started to pour over it, the thing that kept jumping off the pages was, Lakurdo, you're an idiot. You totally do not understand this person. You don't understand her personality style. She is somebody who is highly detailed. You keep giving her sound bites. There's no possible way you could ever make her successful this way. All you are doing is causing her to fail. And so I pulled her in and I just, I apologized profusely. I said, listen, I, I have been terrible. I've been a horrible leader. I keep expecting you to be able to do something when, why should I be? Why should I expect that? Who taught you how to do it? Nobody did. So that was a huge failure for me, uh, realizing that I had been treating people that way uh, all of my leadership uh, up to that point. So overcoming that was I really poured myself into it. I mean, I went ballistic to understand it and became an expert. And so I've been teaching personality styles for the last 10 years on top of that uh, on how to make your team successful and understand the different people you're working with. Love that story because you showed how you failed as a leader and how you took that failure and turned it into a success and how you've gone forward with that. So thank you for sharing that, Chris. And now we are going to pop that bubble and move into our next topic, which is failure. Now, we're not dwelling on failure this interview. That's not what it's all about. It's about your journey as an entrepreneur. But every entrepreneur's journey has failures, has successes, has aha moments. So we want to hear a story now where you really take it down to the ground level, Chris, because we want to be there with you when you failed, when you face a major challenge or obstacle. And how do you overcome that? One of my early obstacles uh, or failures, I should say, that I, I learned from rapidly was communication. Communication is a big key. Um, I was working logistics. This was almost two decades ago. Uh, and I'm really good at doing logistics. And so I was, I was running uh, about five states for this company. Um, and I would send information to this company's drivers. So they had trucks all over the country. And my job was to be the the logistical guy between the companies and these drivers and all that fun stuff. 
And then they would communicate with their terminals and the companies that they work for. But many times I would just send a direct message to them to get things going or, or help them out in a process. And uh, this is in the early days when they had a system called Qualcomm. So the Qualcomm was about the size of a laptop, but the screen was like one inch tall by four inches wide. That's it. But the whole unit was a computer. And so these guys would have to scroll through those, uh, the messages that came to them. And I sent a message to a driver. I don't, I don't even know what it was. I have no clue. Two weeks later, he shows up at our corporate office in his big truck. And one of the guys came to me and said, hey, listen, so-and-so is out here, uh, wants to talk to you. And I went, the driver? He's like, yeah. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> so I went outside and there he was. And I'm like, dude, what, what are you doing here? You just came, you know, 100 or so miles out of route to come to our corporate office. He goes, I just wanted to know why you're so mad at me. I said, what? What are you talking about? He goes, why are you so mad? I go, I, I have no clue what you're talking about. And he had me come on over to his truck and he pulled out his Qualcomm on his little one inch by four inch screen. And he scrolls to a message that I sent him. And he said, this right here. And when I looked at it, I said, that means this. And he goes, oh, so you're not mad. I'm like, not at all. And I realized at that moment, with no context, with no, he couldn't hear my voice. He didn't see any inflection and he didn't see any uh, attitude or anything. What I had sent out destroyed this guy for two weeks and it totally did not mean what he thought. Instead, it meant one thing that in my mind, when I was running 90 to nothing, it made perfect sense. Once I explained it to him, then it made sense to him as well. But that changed me in how I communicate with people, especially through emails or anything to that effect. So much so that I, I drive people nuts because I put in too many exclamation points yes. or I put in too many smiley faces or, or LOLs or something because I, I want them to know for sure, you know, this is how I feel. I can't end any email that's less than a paragraph long without three exclamation points or multiple oh, smiley is. faces because I've been on both ends of that. I've both received an email where I'm like, huh, is this person being short or frustrated with me? And it totally could not mean that. And at the same time, I've had people come back and be like, John, what's the deal? Just a quick little message that I sent out that I was like, okay, sounds good. Looks good. Great. They interpreted it as a sarcastic email because right. there's no inflection. And that's the best word that you use, Chris, because there's no way to use facial expressions or eyebrows or voice inflection. So always err on the side of caution. And that's what I do. Yeah, so that's definitely. a a great takeaway. And Chris, we love to just kind of boil it down for Fire Nation. Just one sentence, one clear takeaway from that situation that you can share with us. Clear communication creates success, period. Sums it up perfectly. And that's a great segue, Chris, to the other end of the spectrum. Because just like we talk about challenges and little mistakes and failures that we make along our journey, we also have these little inspirational moments and these light bulbs that go off that we say, wow, this not only resonates with me, not only is this my authentic self, but I think this is something that I can make into a viable business. Talk to us about a moment that you had when a light bulb did go off and you said, this is something I want to pursue. And Chris, how'd you turn that moment into success? You know, my answer is going to be a little bit different than you're probably thinking. Cool. Um, I spent so much of my life on work. I've spent so much of my life on businesses. I own two businesses. I've run three successful businesses. Um, I have spent a ton of my life building business, making business happen. 
And one day it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I had become my business or I had been, I had become the business I was in. And a huge aha moment for me was realizing your business is what you do. It's not who you are. I was talking with uh, Rory Vaden, author of uh, Take the Stairs. We were having coffee one day and he said, finish this sentence. He said, to be a success in business. And I went, you have to realize that your business is what you do, not who you are. And he was stunned. He's like, nobody's ever answered that that fast. It always takes them five minutes. And just to explain it. So I just dove into it. When you're not emotionally attached to every decision in your business, you make better decisions. When you are not so involved and so worried and so concerned and you have time to do spend time with your family and have time to do fun things and have time to do, you know, things outside of work, then you become a better person at your business. And so for me, that became another mantra for me, actually. It became another thing that I, I want everybody to know. I want everybody on my team to understand. Listen, this is what we do for a living. And this is, we, you know, we kill it. We do everything we can to make people successful. We do everything we can to uh, change their lives. But at the end of the day, this is one circle in your life. It's not the whole big circle. And that has been uh, one of the most profound things and one of the most important things in my life. So for Fire Nation, can you one more time just restate what your answer to that guy's question was? Your business is what you do, not who you are. Your business is what you do, not who you are. That is just a great takeaway for all the listeners to really think about and, and dive deep into that and, and figure out, are you taking actions that's putting you along those lines as well? So Chris, I'm going to move into a kind of a different topic right now. And I love asking this question because I always get different answers from entrepreneurs. And that variety is the spice of life, is the spice of interviews and questions in general. Have you had an I've made a moment? <laughs> a, uh, I've had many. I've All right. Moments. Uh, and every single time it is so funny because, uh, I, I've always known my whole life I was going to be a part of something big. Uh, when I was a kid, I trained for the Olympics in skiing and when I, I, I've done, I was a part of E-Trade. I was on the ground floor of E-Trade, uh, coming up. I've had all these different things in my life, uh, obviously 12 years with Dave Ramsey. Every time I step into a new thing, it's a bigger and better thing than the last thing. And every time I've stepped in going, ha. Now I've made it. And the funny <laughs> thing is, is uh, starting my third business now, um, my perspective has changed. It's not on making it. It's not on, I've made, you never really make it. When I was with Dave, uh, you know, we're, we're close personal friends and it was so difficult. We had to meet four times you know, he wouldn't let me leave. He was like, you know, go home and pray about it. You, you know, you're supposed <laughs> to be here. And the whole time I thought I am supposed to be here, but I felt God calling me to, to go further in depth with businesses like I'm doing now. Um, it was one of those things where I had realized I thought I was going to be with Dave until I retired. I really thought this is it. This is the thing. But God was calling me onto something that was even further in depth. And when I realized it, that's when I fully realized, I, I don't know if I'll ever make it. I don't know if I'll ever be there. Three years from now, God may go, you did a great job there. Now I got somewhere else for you to go. And that focus has made it a lot lighter on me. It's made it where 
I can hear him a little better if he's trying to guide me and direct me in something uh, because I pushed back a lot because I didn't believe him and kind of find out he was right. So uh, for me, I, I think I've made it is knowing that I'm doing what he's wanting me to do. So Chris, I've seen this phrase in a multitude of different areas, and it's one that really resonates with me, and I would like your feedback on it. Success and or happiness is the gradual realization of a worthy ideal. For people hearing that, if they don't get that, they've never experienced it. If it doesn't make sense to you, then I don't believe you've ever experienced it. When you do work that matters, and when I say that, I'm not saying, oh, you've got to be in ministry. Oh, you've got to be, you know, uh, working in, in the triage center. I, I, when you do work, that matters. In other words, when you understand that what you do for a living is about changing another person's life somehow, when you understand that, then you yourself become considerably more happy, content. You know, and people say, well, I pour concrete for a living. How in the world can that possibly be helping other people? Well, are you pouring somebody's back patio that they and their kids and potential grandkids are going to spend you know, weekends and summers on? You have to think of what is it that you do? You don't just pour concrete in a hole, do you? You're pouring that that's going to create something that's going to enhance somebody's life. And when you understand that that's a worthy goal, that's a worthy ideal to take care of people, then it changes your life. It changes your whole aspect. And I love how you said it never ends, Chris. And this points back to the gradual realization part of that phrase, because when you quote unquote make it, then that gradual realization is done and you're no longer on this journey. That journey hypothetically is ending. So I love when you said you go from one to another to another and you continue to move forward. So thank you for sharing your thoughts, your feelings on that, because I think it's really powerful. And I'd love to get your thoughts and feelings on the next topic, which is the entrepreneurial journey in general. General, because we do have ups, we do have downs. It's a roller coaster. It's not an easy ride. What are your thoughts and what can you say to Fire Nation right now about that? I believe it was Zig who said that uh, the entrepreneur is the only person who can go from sheer happiness to sheer terror and back in the same 24 hours. <laughs> uh, it, it's absolutely true. It is so vitally important to understand that being an entrepreneur, you don't have to be cut from a different cloth. You don't have to be a side set apart. You just have to understand what it is that you're going after. Why are you doing it? And do you have the fortitude to make it through? Uh, the, the most valuable piece I can tell anybody, and, and I've always got people that come to me and they challenge me on this. They, oh, you can't do it this way. 60% of businesses, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, were started on less than $5,000. 60%. People will go out there. They will get heavily into debt. They will start their business, and then it just destroys them. It owns them. It consumes them. So as an entrepreneur, if you are planning on doing a business, then you've got to understand, from my perspective, start it debt-free. I don't care what you've got to do. Do everything you possibly can to keep it debt-free because that is what's going to give you sanity. That's what's going to keep you from you know, staying up late at night worrying because now you've, you know, you've leveraged yourself and your family and everything in this process. As far as the journey goes past that, again, understand that what you do, your business is just what you do. You cannot become so emotionally involved. And that's the difficult thing for entrepreneurs. We are emotionally involved. 
I mean, that's why we became entrepreneurs is because we became excited about something. We became on fire about something. You have to understand that you've got to keep that as just a job. It's just a business. Now, not a J-O-B. It's just something you just show up to. You definitely need to be passionate. You definitely need to be on fire. You definitely need to be excited every day to go make that thing happen. But at the end of the day, realize it's a part of what you do. If you can do that, then your decision-making process will be different going forward. It will be more on how do I make this thing successful as opposed to, oh, dear God, what am I going to do if this thing fails? And that's the difference in perspective. You don't want to be focusing on the failure side of it. What happens if you're going to fail? You're going to make mistakes. If you don't make mistakes, you're not doing anything. What you do need to focus on is what are the things I need to do today to make this thing successful tomorrow? Wise, wise words, Chris. And let's bring it to present times now. You shared some amazing parts of your journey, but I want to talk right now to you, and I want you to share with Fire Nation one thing that's just really exciting you in your business right now. Uh, I, one? Just one thing. <laughs> okay, two things. Two things, all right. If I, I can nail it down to two. Uh, there's two huge aspects of what I do. One is called Life Plan where people come in, leaders, uh, spouses, team members. I've got businesses actually putting their whole teams through where I spend two days just going through their life and giving them perspective of how they got to where they are, what's happened, you know, what what is their purpose in life. That's huge. That is so big. Uh, When people leave, they're just stunned with the change in their life. So I love that. The the other thing is is the the big events that I'm doing with businesses – uh, and I have to separate. It's so big. I'm bringing in leadership teams, company teams, uh, and it could be I've had one owner come in, and you know, a team of seven. It it just ranges. And we spend three days tearing the business apart, getting perspective of what's going on, finding out how they got to where they are, finding out why they've made the decisions they've made, finding out why things have happened. Uh, and this is me using my years and years and years of entrepreneurism and coaching and, and having led businesses uh, to successes. And then we start nailing down a plan. Uh, we find out what their great opportunities are. We find out what their bad opportunities are. And as they walk out, they leave with this huge plan of, oh, my gosh, we know exactly where we're going. And we know exactly what to work on and what to do and how to focus on this. Every single time, every time a company comes to me. They come in believing they know exactly where they are and what their issues are that they need to work on. And every time they walk out just going, I, I can't believe it. I, we had no clue. We did not understand. Uh, and usually it's, it's been on average of the companies coming through within the next 12 months uh, because of my process and because of coaching and, and digging in and pulling on this, this business and pulling things out. On average, uh, we've created about $3.5 million in each one of these businesses over the next 12 months. And some of these businesses aren't even that big. And we've created this going forward. So for me, when they're walking out the door, they are just like stunned and they're shocked and they know exactly what to do. And then I just get, I get emails and texts and all kinds of stuff. If you follow my Twitter, you can see when they're leaving, they're talking, they're always sending out tweets about how great it was and how amazing it was. So that, as you can tell, I'm a little on fire. Uh, You are on fire, Chris. (laughs) And we're only at about the 80% mark of the interview, but I don't want people to have to wait till the end. We'll repeat it then as well. But where could people find more about this? If you go to chrislocurto.com, 
Locurto, L-O-C-U-R-T-O. If you go to chrislocurto.com, hit work with me or check it out, uh, that's where you can get uh, that information. Powerful. We're going to take a second to thank our sponsor, eCornell. Today, it doesn't matter whether you're in sales, product development, or operations. Marketing is everyone's job. But how are you supposed to learn about the newest and best techniques when you're focused on your job and your life in general? With the Online Marketing Strategy Certificate from Cornell University's Johnson Graduate School of Management, you'll develop MBA-level expertise in marketing strategy and research, market segmentation, positioning and pricing, brand management, and new media marketing. At eCornell, you can start where you are, 100% online and on your terms, to earn an Ivy League marketing certificate in as little as three months. What an amazing opportunity. Not sure the online coursing is for you? There are no corners cut here. eCornell students consistently rate class discussions and connections with global professionals and faculty as one of the most valuable parts of their learning experience. Visit eCornell.com slash fire to save 20% off the online marketing strategy certificate. So Chris, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round, and this is where I get to provide you with a series of questions, and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear. Straight up fear. The thought of stepping out, uh, and again, now I've, I've, I've run three businesses, but the very first stepping out, doing my own thing, where I'm 100% responsible for the money, for everything coming in, for the team, all of that. In the beginning, it was fear. Chris, what's the best advice you've ever received? What I do is just what I do. When I realize that I'm a, um, I have greater things in my life, I have other things happening, that uh, it's just a part of a bigger thing, a bigger plan that God has, that absolutely changed my life. And let me throw back on there, be debt free. That's probably the number two best thing. Chris, you have not hit upon that too many times. Personally, as a host, I love when themes develop in these interviews because that really gives the listeners a powerful takeaway. So keep hitting that nail on the head and share with us right now, what's one specific action the listeners can take in the next 24 hours to bring them one step closer to their dreams? I'm going to say pray. That, that is, for me, it You have to realize, I tell business owners as they come in, it's either your business or it's God's. You make the decision. But if it's his, then you've got to know that he has a better plan for you than you do. So if you will do that, he will guide and direct you. Chris, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? We've recently started Basecamp on our team, which is great because I've got people in other areas. And we're really digging that because we can all come together together. Uh, you know, set things up, work things, put things on calendars. It just makes it easy. 37 Signals is a great team in Fire Nation. You can find the links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com slash Chris Lacurto. Chris, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Uh, gosh, just one book again. Uh <laughs> I love Lencioni's The Advantage. It's a fantastic book. Um, it really helps to grow your leadership and your business. Um, 
Jeez, I, I, I've got thousands I could suggest. Well, take there. You got to remember, this is a seven day a week show, Chris. So Fire Nation needs to take a break every now and then from reading. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and Fire Nation, I know you love reading, but I also know you love audio. So if you want this book or any audio book for free, go to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So Chris, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do? Serve people. I would serve people. If you take care of people, everything else falls in line. And if I had to spend that $500 on serving people and showing them my talents in my talents, not not just random stuff, I mean, serve them with things that I'm talented with. If you'll serve people, they'll come back. Chris, I have incredibly enjoyed hearing about your journey, the continuance of what you have as a vision for the future. Share with Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. And then once again, the best way that we can connect with you. And then we'll say goodbye. If you are going to lead people, you have to understand that people matter. So many times I work with leaders that don't understand how important their team is, how important the people are. They are the most vital part of your team. If you don't take care of your internal customer, your internal customer will not take care of your external customer. That is a focus. So take care of people. Understand they're more important than your business itself. They're the most important important, important part. Uh, and then if you want to get uh, information from me, chrislacurta.com uh, is the best place to go uh, and get all of the information and resources. And also follow me on Twitter at chrislacurta. Chris, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links in your contact information and everything that we mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com. Click on that podcast tab. You're hanging out in the archives. And Chris, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. My absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Fire Nation, are you an aspiring or new entrepreneur who's looking for a community of like-minded individuals who can offer support, tools, resources, and advice as you start your entrepreneurial journey? Visit FireNationElite.com to find out more about our elite mastermind group. Fill out an application, schedule a one-on-one 15-minute chat with me, and start your journey today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 